back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are rocking out here on Ticket the uh, the Ticket Water Cooler here on 937 the Ticket. It's a snow day. We're allowed to to make mistakes. Ticket the Water Cooler. Ticket the Water Cooler. That sounds kind of cool. Welcome in. <laughs> uh, we have Nick Sainer jumping on with us as part of the crossover with the happy hour. We just don't have his picture up because uh, oh, we don't like him. 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 My name is not Chris Raff. No. You sure no. about that? Better, 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 better. Chris Rapp is dead to me. No, I'm just kidding. He's not dead. Whoa. We'll be back tomorrow. CBS and Turner are currently no longer involved in the Pac-12's media rights negotiations, according to Brett McMurphy. Uh, this is interesting because it seems like the Pac-12 has, well, you know, at one time, I remember when Nebraska jumped to the Big Ten, the big rumors at that time uh, as college football, we thought, as, as we knew it was falling apart, was that Texas and Oklahoma might go to the Pac-12. Of course, ultimately, they went to the SEC. Now, as we, we kind of look at it, um, the Pac-12s might be more on the outs than we kind of thought. Now, they've never had a great uh, TV deal um, or their own network. Um, and obviously, now that they've lost USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, um, but it's kind of interesting how they've kind of went from, okay, well, if they're super conferences, they might be the last super conference to now. I, you, know, you kind of feel like the Big 12 is more stable than the Pac-12. <laughs> Big 12 with the strangest team. Although the Pac-12 was looking at adding... San Diego State and somebody else. It was somebody not in the in the Pac-12 region. I think it yeah. was Texas. It was uh, wasn't it? S- no, S- SMU. 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 You're yeah. right. Yeah, they were looking to add those two teams, and I was like, those are a lot weirder than the Big 12 adding BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati. Yeah, I was like, those those four seem like yeah, they could be Big 12 teams, but um, San Diego State maybe, but SMU. No, in the Pac-12. So they're floundering, it seems like. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see where the Pac-12 goes from here, where the other teams end up um, with, was it Ohio State ch- uh, canceling their home-and-home home, mm-hmm. uh, against Washington. Um, do they know something that nobody else knows? Do they know something about Washington moving to a different conference? Or so? I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Well, I don't know it's, it is interesting because they've had like – um, so they had this joint statement from the Pac-12 the other day that they're all committed to each other and they're going to move forward. Mm. Um, but just a couple of weeks ago, you had like rumors of Arizona State searching around, and you know, of course, Oregon and Washington. You know, when the Big Ten rumors were out there, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, it, it's it, it I, again. I it, wasn't there a thing where if Oregon leaves, they have to take Oregon State, and if Washington leaves, they have to take Washington State. Like, aren't they like tied at the hip or something? Yeah, there's some like land grant. Yeah, they're there. like you have to. Sorry, no, yeah. no, you have no choice. I don't know, though. So I mean, any conference that's like looking to add Oregon and Washington, they're like, you also have to take little brother. You, you have to. I'm just fascinated to see how the I'd college okay football playoff works take your, out. Take your brother with you. I'd be okay with taking Oregon State. But would you okay with adding Washington State? <laughs> not as much as Oregon State. Oregon State's not a bad program. No, I know they're not, but they're not Oregon. Well, no, no. But that's the thing is you want to add – you're only looking to add two teams. You have to add four. Yeah. Well, the people of Maybe. Corvallis get, are, get going, though. I kind of like the, you know, the, I like that. They got fan support up there. Send Corvallis. I want to see Corvallis in Columbus. You can play DJ Uyungle <laughs> again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oregon State to the ACC. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah that'd be. 
Yeah, let's do it. Look, yeah, you want to talk regions about, don't matter anymore. You want to talk about geography there. But it's, it's Corvallis to North, northwest to southeast. Yeah. Corvallis to Miami. Gosh. <laughs> to Tallahassee. Ooh. I'm or, sign or, me or up. Or pull them to Tallahassee, pull Ooh, to Washington State. Goodness gracious. What do you guys think is like the pull in like for the Pac-12 in the college football playoff, right? The the Pac- the conf- college football doesn't have a commissioner. Um so it's kind of been the the championship uh, BCS at times the now the college football playoff. Now that it's expanded again, the college football playoff is kind of in charge. Um but at some point, you're not going to, you know, it used to be all five power conferences can have kind of the equal weight. The Rose Bowl has their own poll as uh-huh. opposed to the other bowls. At, at some point, it's just like, how much pull does the Pac 12 commissioner has when he walks into a meeting and says, this is how we want it? And then the SEC is go, or in Pac Big Ten will go, we will kill you if you, if you say that again. <laughs> we will take your conference and burn the flames. I will literally take all of your teams. <laughs> you I don't. Will- I will break you. Yeah, you don't get a full vote anymore. The SEC and the Big Ten are just like, you want to, you want to, I'll take him. You want to, yeah. Well, I mean, the Big Ten pretty much already destroyed the Pac-12 by taking USC and UCLA, just taking the LA market, which is probably well, the biggest market yeah, that the Pac-12 yeah. had. Well, Granted, nobody there really cares about college football, as we asked our um, Pac-12 correspondent Ryan Tab when it first right. happened. Um, he's like, yeah, nobody really cares about college football here, so that's the thing. But you know, it's it's a massive market that now the Big Ten has a, a stranglehold on. We'll see where they go with that. But it's it, the Pac-12 has has nothing. They don't, they don't have any more pull with the college football playoff, at least not in my mind. What, what's fascinating as we look through these TV deals, guys, um, is with the Pac-12, the, the value that they lost in UCLA and USC is huge. I mean, we're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars that they lost because USC and UCLA aren't in that conference anymore. Yeah. And, and same goes for, I mean, vice versa for the Big Ten. The, the value that they gained mm-hmm. from just adding those two teams. Well, and it's huge. also... The Big Ten added Snoop Dogg, so that's cool. That's a good point. <laughs> but Snoop the Dogg. Pac-12 also can't fight... I mean, they're fighting uphill in general. Maybe part of the reason CBS and Turner are, 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 are turning the pages is because people don't watch West Coast football because they're going to bed mm-hmm. on the East Coast hey, and in the hey, Midwest. Now, see, here's the deal. Pac-12 After Dark is lit. I no, love, don't, no, don't get me wrong. I love, I love Pac-12 watching, After Dark. It yeah. doesn't get the I ratings. Ca- I caught the, myself quite often watching an Oregon State game oh, on yeah. CBS Sports. <laughs> after that one. And then they're like, all right, up next, USC versus Utah State in a non-conference battle. I don't know. Hey, just something dumb. That. Just something dumb like I that. I love watching that. And then people are just like, yeah, no, turn it off, go to bed. I would yeah. also love. Like, That's why a, Christian McCaffrey didn't win a Heisman. I would also love like mm. an Oregon State-Arizona game. Arizona State also. Dude, sign me up for Utah playing anybody. Yeah, you're a big Utah guy. Don't yeah. know why. I'm an Arizona State guy. That's my pick. Cam Rising is my guy. You like Kenny Dillingham? Uh, I mean, enough. I really liked Arizona State now. when I was growing up. So that was uh, it was it, this was a choice long ago. Hey, we got Jane Rosado. Be careful with them Devils now. <laughs> That's right. When we talk about them Devils, I'm a Christian now. <laughs> yeah, I that, that was so funny though when when uh, Herm Edwards was just walking off the field and they're like, "All right, Herm, come on over here." They're like, "Herm, we got to talk to you." <laughs> they didn't even let him get to the locker. I still remember Herm when they gave him the deal. jersey, and he's like, "What is this? A woman's jersey?" And they're like, "No, that's that's a player's jersey. They yeah. stretch." Yeah, <laughs> I love Herm Edwards. <laughs> he's back. I saw him on ESPN. He's back in commentary. Is he really? I was yeah. gonna say he, he'll go right back to it. It yeah. didn't even matter. It was uh, a pit stop. 
Other uh, other note I wanted to bring up, uh, Ken Wisenhunt is joining the Crimson Tide uh, as a special assistant to Saban. Um, he, he hasn't been lost the last couple of years. The last two seasons, he's been an offensive analyst for Penn State. Of course, he's a former Super Bowl coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, things did not go well there. He got another spot, I think, with the Texans for a few years. Uh, hasn't worked out there. So, uh, you know, just the, just the typical Nick Saban, hey, you used to be something. Let's mm-hmm. try to make you something the again. Nick Saban school for coaches who don't yeah. coach good. Yeah. If that's a shirt, can anybody point me towards it? Because I want it. <laughs> and if it's not, can somebody make it? Yeah. Because I'll I'll, I'll I'll the the Nick Saban school for coaches who don't coach good. <laughs> I need it. It's necessary. Well, Zoolander uh, uh, association there. Also, Alabama is now listing Haha Clinton Dix as its director of player development. Uh, he retired this past uh, December with Green Bay Packers, that jumping is... right in. Coach Haha. I didn't. This is one of the best. One of the best <laughs> Coach, names. Coach Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's had some good defensive backs. Kool Aid McKinstry. Oh yeah, yeah. he should have came to Nebraska. Haha Clinton Dix. The the NIL, the opportunities. NIL opportunities. He could have. He could have oh, yeah. owned the entire city of Hastings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you did you know uh his name is Bill Kool-Aid. Parcells started in Hastings? Wow. What did? Bill, Bill Parcells. Parcells, he coached in Hastings. Did he really? I he did, did not know that. Yeah. There yep. you go. You learn something new every day. That is good. That's good to know. Uh guys, I was just watching so Jake and I back there were watching old Husker hoops highlights. Why? Nice. Like we're talking like why? we were That's we awesome. were talking like in 09 we were watching the Texas Nebraska game with like Ryan Anderson oh, and yeah. Sec Henry. Was J.R. Strobridge still there? No, um and then we watched the tw- 2011 <laughs> one where um Bear Jones hit the 3 oh, at the Bear end. Bear Jones. But anyway, then we watched <laughs> we watched the 2019-2020 Nebraska best season highlights for the Huskers on the team that went 7-25 and and 2-18 and in the conference. Mm. They started out, Jake was telling me, he remembered, he's like, they started out 2-2 two and two in their first oh, four right. conference yeah. games and then lost 16 straight <laughs> to end the season. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> the season of, like, Cam Mack and Jervé yes. Green. And, oh, I do uh, remember that team. Uh, yeah, so it was they like, were supposed to be so Ma- good. Matej Kavass. <laughs> From, well, that, that, never forget, Matej Kavas transferred, and they were like, this guy's a three-point sharpshooter, led the country in three-point shooting last yeah. year at Seattle. Yeah. He's, and they came here. And he's balling out wherever he's at. Well, Wait, that, he's done. That team he was a spe- No, was it him? It was somebody. That was You're a three-point shooter. man. That team no. was especially was supposed to at least like set the foundation and for the next season. It's like a tryout team yes. to who was going to make yes. the next season, and nobody did. They, they cut everybody again. They cut everybody <laughs> Rip. But it was funny because after Cam, every shot, Cam Mack just put up his hand. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I still love triple-double Cam. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with the happy hour.